Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Brent Gromoski and Mike McGregor. Welcome to the Fantasy Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Brent Gromoski, sitting here once again with Mike McGregor. You can find Mike over on Twitter at MikeMacFF, and you can follow me at Brent Gromoski. Well, Mike, we've been on like a two-week hiatus, but we're finally back. How does it feel? It feels fantastic. Right? Had I some, know. Had some personal issues to take care of, family things going on, but we're excited to be back, and hopefully we can... Keep it going. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad that we got everything handled. So, uh, all right, well, let's get right back into it. So today we're going to talk a little news and notes. Uh, we're going to talk, you know, some of Mike and I's favorite trade targets and then some players that we're targeting to go and get. We're also going to talk about some players that maybe you move them if you can get the right value. Uh, and then finally, we'll let you know who our week seven starts of the weeks are. So, Mike, we ready to roll? Let's do it. All right, so news and notes. Uh, Alvin Kamara popped up on the injury report last week, but he toughed it out against the Jags. Um, He didn't look very good, though. Yeah, he should have probably sat out. Absolutely. There was just something that wasn't quite right with him. Um, It came out, you know, he popped up on this week's injury report, and they said that uh, he's dealing with a high ankle injury. They won't call it a, a sprain or anything like that, but... They also worked out a couple of running backs. They ended up signing former Detroit Lions, Zach Zenner. Uh, I'm sorry. So, I think you mean Derry Sanders. Yeah, Derry Sanders. I apologize. Dr. Derry Sanders. So keep, on, keep an eye on Elvin Kamara's status this week. Um, if you have a, a spot on your roster, maybe stash Latavius Murray. It is a tough matchup against the Bears, but, you know, starting running backs are hard to find nowadays. All right, so the next little bit of news and notes, Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram, the, only, you know, the biggest studs on the Giants, are both expected back this week. So, Mike, I don't know if you have them in any of your lineups, but I have Saquon in a couple of leagues, and I'm real excited to get him back. I do have Saquon in one dynasty league that I'm 5-1 in, so I'm excited to get him back, and hopefully I can keep winning some games in that one. You loser. I can't believe you lost one week. Yeah, I know. It was the first week, though, so I've won five in a row, so that's that's something. You don't even need Saquon. I'll, t- I'll trade him to me. I'm sure I'm in that league. Trade offer on its way. <laughs> All right, so John Brown uh, popped up on the injury report with a groin injury. Uh, we hope it's nothing, but, you know, if my memory is correct, I think he's had issues with soft tissues, uh, injuries in the past. So it's something that we, you have to monitor. He's had a great year so far. Uh, coming off a of bye week, this is you know the last thing that you want to hear. But it, let's just hope it's minor. Let's hope he tweaks something. Um, Mike, did you hear anything more on that? I have not heard much about it. I saw that the that he popped up on the report, which, like you said, it's it's the worst to come off the bye week and then hop on the, you know, then get put on the injury report. Like for that bye week to get everyone healthy, and then unfortunately that happens. But injuries are a part of the game, and unfortunately there's not much to do about it. But hopefully he'll be ready to go. He's got a uh, juicy matchup this week. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So, all right. Well, let's get right into the trade targets. Uh, would you like to go first? Sure. And we're going to talk about a couple of Buffalo Bills, and one of mine is one of my trade targets is Devin Singletary. He is uh. Coming off the injury, you know, he, he played the first two games of the season. Then he – was it a hamstring or was it his knee? 
It was a hamstring. hamstring. Yep, yeah. it was a hamstring. So tweaked his hamstring week two, but he has been those first two weeks. He was a very hot commodity in the fantasy football world for sure. But you look at Devin Singletary. One of the reasons he's a trade target for me is if you look up their next, I don't know, five matchups. It doesn't get much juicier than that. You get Miami. You do have a tough one home against Philadelphia, but doesn't mean he can't put up some points. And then you're home against Washington at Cleveland. And then guess what? He gets to play Miami again. So I, he should be able to dominate these next couple of games. So hopefully you can buy low on him right now before he plays Miami, because it sounds like he's going to blow up. And one thing that came out too was Frank Gore. Sounds like he is all about trying to get Devin Singletary going this year. He said he reminds him a lot of himself when he was young. So I do think he's going to be a very, very important fantasy asset for your teams going forward and for the rest of the season. And hopefully it can give you a push into the playoffs. Absolutely. So another thing, um, you had mentioned the Eagles being a tough matchup, but he's also their pass catching back. So uh, you know, it, I don't know if they'll get behind on that game, but if they do or they're struggling against the run, obviously they're going to put him on the field and have him help out Josh Allen. Yeah, um, and so he's got that first – he didn't catch a pass in the second game, but he was – he left early. But he had, I think, five catches that first week. And so he's he's got 10 carries so far in his NFL career, and he's got 127 yards. So he's averaging 12.7. So let's see if that will keep up. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're just a casual fantasy football uh, fan or, you know, the majority of your league probably is, as long as you're not in with some industry guys, if one of those casual fans has Devin Singletary, they might have forgotten all about him. They probably don't even remember his 10 carries. But if you go back and you look at tape, I mean, that he looks like he's on a different speed than everybody else. Oh, yeah. So, all right, well, let's stick with the let's stick with the Buffalo Bills. Let's just get this out of the way. So, John Brown is one of my favorite trade targets. Uh, you know, obviously keep an eye on that injury. If it's something major, then disregard everything I'm about to say. But unless you already own him, he's still flying under the radar in fantasy. He's actually the wide receiver 27 currently, and that's with him already having his bye week. So he'd probably be a, a top 24 wide receiver had he have not had that bye. He faces over say from now until week 16 so the entire fantasy football season he plays one i repeat one top 10 passing defense now that one does happen to be new england and he will probably get shut down but he also plays miami twice philadelphia washington cleveland all the defenses that mike already mentioned the differences they are all atrocious against the pass all right they're all giving up big-time air yards. Uh, as long as his groin injury is not anything serious, I would heavily, heavily, heavily expect him to climb up from that wide receiver 20 spot, 27 spot quickly. And I, I really think that he could be a fringe top 15 wide receiver rest of season. Yeah, and I, I expect a um, big Josh Allen guy. He was one of my guys going into the season. I expect him to dominate as well. That Buffalo Bills team should be a very good team going forward, especially with the schedule they have. Absolutely. Uh, Anything else on John Brown you want to add? Uh, No, just go get him. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. One of my other trade targets is going to be Christian Kirk, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. 
Unfortunately, right now, he is still injured. But that's partially the reason why you can buy low on him right now. And it sounds that they don't, they don't want to bring him back until he's 100% healthy, is what uh, head coach Cliff Kingsbury said, which understandable. And you want him healthy. You know, you don't want to rush him out there and get him hurt or anything like that. But that Cardinals offense, if you've watched the last two weeks, Kyler Murray's really starting to get it going. And they're starting to convert those field goals into touchdowns in the red zone. So there's a good chance when he comes back that Christian Kirk could see a lot of work. And he was getting peppered with targets those first couple games that he played. So I I do expect him to be good going forward. The Cardinals seem to be stepping up. And one of the best things about the Cardinals is that their defense is just terrible. So that means their offense has to play catch up all the time. So you're going to see Kyler attempt a lot of passes going forward. And hopefully Christian Kirk will be, I doubt, I doubt he plays this week, but I do expect him back the following week. Absolutely. So funny, uh, this is just out of the blue, but a a Jalen Ramsey quote just came up. So Jalen Ramsey also got traded to the Los Angeles Rams uh, since we've been gone. So his quote was, it said, uh, you know, what was he doing when he got the call? He said, I was at home, chilling, eating tacos. I don't think I ate another taco the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so, speaking of off topic, too, since we started recording, Darren Waller also just signed an extension. So it looks like he finally got paid. Yes, sir. And if you can, I, I mean, I highly, highly, highly doubt that you can buy him on the cheap. But if you can, go get him. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, my next guy is actually going to be Tyler Boyd, okay? So he's coming off of two out of three, his past two out of three weeks, uh, they've been terrible. You know, so last week, three catches, 10 yards. Gross, right? Three weeks ago, he had three catches for 33 yards. That's also disgusting. So your hope is that these fantasy owners that have him have that in their mind, you know, they have a negative perception of him, but little do they know he currently ranks third in targets only behind Michael Thomas in Cooper cup. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, I mean, it's the Cincinnati Bengals, right? Their offense. It's bad. Okay. If you're a Joe Mixon owner, you hate it. If you're a Boyd owner the last couple of weeks, it's not going good. Uh, but here's the thing. They don't play a top 10 defense until week 15 versus New England. So it's similar reasoning to John Brown, but you're going to be in a lot of, you know, shootouts because your defense is terrible. They're going to have to throw the ball. Um, AJ Green will be back eventually, probably in the next maybe two to three weeks, but who knows? Uh, But the thing is when AJ Green was on the field with Tyler Boyd last year, he was so efficient that it made up for him losing targets so obviously the targets will you know diminish a little bit i think his average in over 10 a game uh, but you know his catch percentage should go up greatly because they're you know he'll have the number two defensive back more than likely uh, and then they, the defense just has to put more focus on aj green so that should open it up for tyler boyd it should obviously honestly open it up for joe mixon um you know maybe they don't stack the box as much so and throw Joe Mixon there as a little uh, little bonus trade target. But, man, he that's somebody that you could not buy a month ago. And, I mean, I don't know exactly what you have to give up now, but it's not much. 
Yeah, I've I've sent out a couple offers for Tyler Boyd in a couple of dynasty leagues today. Um, haven't quite got the uh, the go ahead on him, but he's definitely a guy I'm trying to target because people think he's inconsistent, but the targets are there. Yeah, you know, he's gonna have, everyone has bad games. It's gonna happen. Right. So I, I'm I'm gonna take the guy that gets the volume, ten times out of ten. Plus, if you do trade for Tyler Boyd or if you, he's already on your team and you make it to your league championship. Guess who he plays week 16? If I had to guess, maybe Miami? The Miami Dolphins. All right. So light them up. All right. So um, that does it for our trade targets. I mean, there's a bunch more, but those are the guys that we really are focusing on. And we don't think that they're going to cost you an arm and a leg. So uh, let's move on to a couple of our, you know, sell candidates that if you can get a decent enough return for them, we'd be, you know, ready to move them. So uh, Mike, you want to lead us off again? Yeah, so my sell candidate here is going to be Stefan Diggs. Mostly because he's just bet. I mean, obviously he's coming off just the hat trick touchdown game. He just dominated last week. He had 11 targets, 7 catches, 167 yards, and 3 touchdowns. That's not going to happen. That's not normal. But if you look at him, he has been the epitome of inconsistency this year so you look back every single game he's been off and on it's kind of like how Matt Ryan used to have an off week and then just a great week that's kind of what we're looking at right now so week one I mean if you just look at like PPR points and fantasy week one was 5.7 week two 10.9 week three 4.5 week four against the Chicago even 16.8 and then seven against the Giants, and then obviously a big blow-up game against Philly, who also has the worst pass defense, or at least the worst secondary in the league, one of them right now. So they're just bleeding points to receivers, and he just happened to be on the winning side of that. So you normally that gets split up between him and Thielen and maybe even Delvin Cook in the backfield, but it just all happened to fall on his plate, and he got pretty lucky, but he's got another tough matchup against Detroit, who their secondary has been pretty good this year. So I, he's a sell candidate for me. I don't like guys that are inconsistent or at least because you never know what, what you're getting. And I'm going to take, if I can trade him right now off of that blow up game and get a guy, I don't have a name in my head, but if I can get a guy that's getting a solid eight, nine, 10 targets a game that I know is going to produce, I'm going to take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm not on the digs train, um, but I can't, if I think of digs right now, I cannot help but think of how great he looked this past Sunday. But like you said, Philly's defense is the worst team against the deep ball. Um, their, their defensive backs are terrible, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, now is the time to trade him. Everybody has that positive perception in their head. They think of what he did. They're going to look at the stats. Two out of three weeks, he's put up over 100 yards. It, it's, it's time to time to sell on him. So, and, I mean, we could very well be wrong, but I'm going to say that, that we're right on this one. All right. So, uh, my salad candidate is actually a trio. And, one, you know, some of these guys might not be owned in your league, but I don't want anything to do with the Chiefs running backs. That includes – Damian Williams, LaShawn McCoy, or Daryl Williams. They've only been healthy, all three of them, at the same time, for two weeks this season, right? 
if you look at the snap counts from week one through this past week, you'll notice that Andy Reid has no rhyme or reason or there's just nothing out there when he decides who's going to lead the backfield for that given week. So all three backs have led the team in snap counts at some point in 2019. Uh, I, I just don't feel comfortable trying to guess which one's going to be the hot hand and hot running back of that week. You know, you could start LaShawn McCoy. He might only play 20% of the snaps. You can start Damian Williams. He might only play 30% of the snaps. Some, you know, I mean, there will be a good Chiefs running back every game, more than likely, you know, probably a top 15 option. It's just who it is is going to be, a, you know, a flip of a, if there was a three-headed coin, good luck. Now, if one of those guys goes down with an injury, which LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams, they're not the most uh, health-reliant people, then it's a different story. You know, you only have two of those guys back there. They're, one of them's getting over 50%. The other one's getting over 30%. So I, that, I'll, I'll flip a coin. But if there's those three, I'm trying to stay away. And I think you can still get a decent haul for Damian Williams. People still ha- are thinking, hey, they're still uh, bringing him back from this injury. I just don't think it's going to – he's not going to get back to that 60% workload, you know, 65% workload that he was used to. Yeah. I even – someone asked us on Twitter this week uh, before the games, and I told him to bench Damon Williams, and it would have been a good call had he not snuck into the end zone. But you really just don't know who's going to be getting the majority of snaps, and it was not – that's one of those situations you just want to avoid in fantasy because it's just nine times out of 10, you're just going to make the wrong call. And so you you might hit on it. You might not. I don't like the inconsistency. So, I mean, I'm, I'm also with you on that one. I would stay away from all three of them. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, I think that brings us to our starts of the week. You want to lead us off again? I sure do. All Uh, right. Another guy here, he was uh, one of my breakout candidates for this year, and I talk him up on Twitter all the time, is Michael Gallup. And mainly because he's playing Philly this week. And as you said, they're the worst team against the deep ball. And he has no less than seven targets in the four games that he's played this season. And he's averaging 96.8 yards per receiving, which is third best in the league. And there's a chance that Amari Cooper doesn't play, which I don't know if that necessarily helps or hurts him. But, I mean, he could be the number one option for him this week. And even if he's not, I mean, he's been fantastic this year. So there's a good chance that he has just an absolute monster game. And he, him and Dak on those deep balls, if they can connect on him, especially against the Philadelphia defense, I'm excited for him this week. I'm starting him anywhere I possibly can. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would 100% agree. I love the guy. I'm targeting him everywhere I can in redraft and dynasty. I just, I think he's a stud, you know, and Mike, I want to give you props because preseason, I mean, you were all about him all of a sudden, you know, it was like, I don't know, late July. And you were like, Hey, this is going to sound crazy, but I like Michael Gallup. You know, I went back and looked at the tape Yeah, and he's, he's great. You know, I watched film on him and I'm looking at him and, it just seemed like he'd always beat his defender and he was, I don't know how many times Dak missed him on a deep ball last year that caused, you know, that would have been a touchdown. So yeah, I just watched the tape on him and just loved what I saw. And I just, it had to have gotten better, you know, with right. Amari Cooper being there over the off season, another season with Dak to gain rapport. So I just thought he was in for a good breakout, you know, sophomore season. And it seems to be like he's 
helping me out here. Right. I, yeah, I, I'm with you. So, all right. Well, let me get to my start of the week. Uh, so there are a couple of uh, terrible defensive teams that you just look for every week. You look at your schedule and you're like, oh, man, does my stud play this guy? And this week, that stud is going to be Leonard Fournette. Okay. He is about to go ham on the Cincinnati Bengals. He's quietly averaging a career-high 5.1 yards per carry and is on pace to demolish his previous career high as a receiver. He's on the field almost every snap. I think the only uh, running back that is on the field more than him is Christian McCaffrey. Um, But he goes up against the Bengals, who are allowing the most carries, the most yards, the most yards per carry, and the most touchdowns in the entire NFL. That doesn't sound very good. No, no, it's not, you should probably bench Leonard Fournette. I'm just kidding. There is not a doubt in my mind that he is not the overall RB1 in Week 7. Wow. I'm lighting him up in any DFS. I'm like, I'm, you're obviously plugging him into your fantasy lineup, but he is going to go ham on the Bengals. Oh, number one overall, eh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like it. I don't want to put a number on it, but it's going to be darn close to 200 yards. Whew. That's aggressive. It is very aggressive, but I'm, I'm feeling it. All right, so we got a couple minutes here, Mike, before we, uh, we sign off. So let me, let's, play a, let's play a game, okay? Oh, boy. I don't know what the guy on Saw is, but I, I wish jigsaw. I had a little drop. Yeah, Jigsaw. Let's play a game. Okay, so it's a little quick one, a little fun. I'm going to list off the positions. I want you to try and guess who the number one overall player is at that position. In regular PPR leagues. Okay. Okay. So we'll start it off. I'm going to go reverse order here. We're going to go tight end. Ooh. Who is the number one tight end through six weeks? I'm going to say it is. I think it's Austin Hooper. It is Austin Hooper. You are one for one. All right. Do you have Austin Hooper anywhere? I don't actually. Ooh, I do, I, and he is carrying my team. I know, and I had him and OJ Howard back to back in my rankings to start the season, and I have OJ Howard somewhere. I correction, I had OJ Howard somewhere, <laughs> and I had to drop him. I couldn't take it anymore. Right. So mistakes were made. All right, let's jump to wide receiver. Who's the number one wide receiver in 2019 so far? Ooh, I do know this one. This is Chris Godwin. That is correct. Of ding, ding, people. ding. Yeah, he's actually uh, – he has 11 more points than number two, and that's number two is Michael Thomas. So he's absolutely killing it. Yeah, Michael Thomas is another one, too, that's kind of surprising with Teddy Bridgewater in there. I thought he'd kind of fault a little bit, but he's been great. Absolutely, right. We actually – we were kind of uh, thinking Camaro would be fine, right? Yeah. And Michael Thomas that's, would be the one, and it's been exactly. completely flipped. Not yeah. like Kamara's been bad by any means, but he's not. He hasn't been that elite. He's taken top a little three bit guy. of a hit, yeah. Exactly. So this one's probably the easiest one of the bunch. But do you know who the number one uh, running back is? It's by forty-two points. That would be Christian McCaffrey. That is correct. I'm not even going to give you a ding, ding, ding for it because that's, that's cheating. Fair. All right, this one, last one, and then we'll get out of here. Who is the number one quarterback on the season? Hmm. This is uh, six, six, six points. points. Okay. Yep. Six points. I'm between two people. Touchdown. 
I'm between Lamar Jackson because of all the rushing he's had lately and Russell Wilson. And I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Uh, it is. You don't even know. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. You don't know the answer to it. Hold on. I just want, I, I want to double check something here. Um, I this is what this is what happened. Okay, everything else was right. Everything else was one through a hundred players, right? I click on quarterbacks. Guess who's not on the list? And I know he's not number one, but guess who's not on the list? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is not on this list. Okay, so please hold. Let me go to a second source. We'll get this straightened out. All right, let's go. Twenty nineteen season total quarterbacks. And you guessed Russell Wilson, correct? Correct. That would be incorrect. Oh. I was actually mistaken as well. It is Pat Mahomes still. What? Yeah. Really? I'm just as shocked as you. I actually thought it was going to be Lamar Jackson. So, Patrick Mahomes. Now, this is Yahoo scoring. Nothing fancy. I'm in... The wrong league, so take that back. I'm just screwing up all over the place right now. Yeah, I'm in a no. league. I'm in a league with fifty point uh, or forty yard bonuses. Yeah, no, it's Russell Wilson. I am. I am correct. Oh, get out of here! You get out of here. With yeah, I will get wrongness. out of here. <laughs> but all it's right. Russell Wilson. I Lamar Jackson is number three. Mahomes is at four. And okay, so number that... two is Deshaun Watson. Ooh, he really climbed. He actually had a couple bad games in there, too. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Mike, you got anything else? Nope. I think we're all set. Perfect. All right. So, that'll do it for this week's show. Uh, don't forget to leave, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Twitter page at Fantasy Bros FF. And we'll talk to you guys again next week. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Remember to check out our website at fantasybrosff.com and follow us on Twitter at fantasybrosff.